Welcome to the Real Estate Syndication Spotlight. I'm Annie Dickerson. And I'm Julie Lamb. Together, we're the founders of Good Egg Investments and creators of the Real Estate Accelerator. We help real estate investors and syndicators build their brands, find the right investors for their deals, and scale their businesses so they can do more and bigger deals. We believe that everyone has the power to make an impact through raising capital and helping people achieve financial freedom through real estate. We invite you to join the Real Estate Syndication Spotlight Facebook group so we can amplify our impact together. We know you're going to love this episode. And hey, be sure to stick around to the end of the show because we're going to reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing real estate podcasts on the planet. Ready? Let's go. Welcome to another amazing episode of Real Estate Syndication Spotlight by Good Egg Investments. Of course, I am still your host, Rye Russell, and I'm really excited because I was speaking with the team earlier today, and we were all talking about how none of us really planned on getting into real estate. And it kind of just happened to us. And I believe our next guest probably has a very similar story. And so I'm really excited for the opportunity to introduce Jessica Lemon. Jessica, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thank you, Right, I am happy to be here. It's a Monday. It's a perfect time to be on a podcast. So I'm excited. And thank you again for having me. Oh, well, of course. Well, Jessica, the, here at Good Egg Investments, we are talking with the team. None of us, none of us woke up and said, I want to be a real estate investor today. <laughs> and when I was connecting with you on LinkedIn before the show, as most of our audience knows, I pretty much just sit on LinkedIn all day. I was <laughs> checking out your profile and I saw that you were a Sacramento firefighter. Yes. And here we are talking about real estate investing. So I would love to learn about you kind of making that decision. You know, what did it look like? Did you grow up saying, I want to be a firefighter and invest in real estate? What did this journey look like for you? Yeah. So I've had an interesting journey for sure. Uh, I did not grow up saying I wanted to be a real estate investor. I could tell you that. Um, I actually played sports my entire life. So I, my goal is to make it to the pros, right? I think that's everyone who plays sports. They want to make it big and make it to the pros. Um, it didn't happen, <laughs> which is okay. Um, you know, I played through college and after I graduated, I said, you know, I think it's time to hang the shoes up and get into something else. And I've always wanted to help people. It's just who I am. Like I coached on the side too. I just, I just love giving back. Right. And, um, so I said, what better way than to get to the fire service, right? That's how we can help people. Um, and so my journey there kind of started in 2014. I started taking fire science classes. I got my EMT license. Um, uh, I started applying, I started, um, going to, you know, all these crazy physical trainings, right. Just to get ready for the Academy. Um, and then I had to take a little pause. I had my daughter in 2015. Um, and so it was like a year break, right? Um, just trying to get my life back together. <laughs> um, and then I got accepted into the Sacramento Fire Academy in 2016. We started in 2017. Um, and it was a crazy journey. We had six months of the Fire Academy, which was 
12, 14 days, five days a week. Um, and at that time I had a one-year-old, so it was, it was something else. Um, (laughs) and yeah. And so I went through that for almost three years and honestly, it just got, the schedule got really difficult. Um, you know, we would work 48 hours on 96 hours off. And while we had those 96 hours off, it was awesome. Right. But the two days being away from my daughter, my husband, it just like, it took its toll. It, I think the stress of like not being with my daughter was like more than the actual job. Um, you know, it was really tough. Um, and we just, I kind of went back and forth with my husband, like, Hey, this is what I'm feeling. Um, you know, if I were to leave, can we survive off of, you know, a single income? Can we do that? And after just looking at our finances and, you know, he's doing really well with his business and we didn't really plan on a date that I was going to resign. I just, I remember it was like day one of my shift on, I was actually working on the ambulance at that time. One of the busiest ambulances in the whole nation. Um, so it was in the morning and something hit me and I was like, I need to get out of here. Like I need, I need to go, you know, I was like, life is too short. I want time with my baby. I want time with my husband. Life's way too short. And so I pulled my captain into the office and I just told him like, Hey, I need to resign. (laughs) And so after leaving, you know, I kind of took some time to, um, think about what's the next move. Right. And I was like, well, I want time right with my kids. I want time with my husband. I want to make a living. I want to do something enjoyable. And I was like, I've always been interested in real estate. Right. But I never took that step. Um, and so I was like, no, that's it. Like, that's it. I'm going full force real estate. And so I took a whole year of like learning everything I could literally about everything, everything I could, and just networking and just trying to find mentors and building relationships with all these types of people. Right. Um, cause I just, I, I learned very fast. And so I'm just like, I, I want it all. I want to do this. Um, so that's how I got into it. And I honestly, to this day, I have no regrets. I am still so excited to be where I am today. And it's, it's an awesome journey. And I, I, I'm able to be at home with my, now I have two kids, but you know, now I'm able to, yeah, I'm able to be here and it's just, it's a, I'm happier. My household's happier. And so it's, it's, it was a great journey and I'm, I I feel like I just got started, but it's great. And that's what it's all about. It should be that exciting and it should be that freeing. Like I think so many individuals in our audience can just empathize with that moment of (laughs) you can still love that job. Like you can love the mission behind emergency services, but that does not mean that it's the best thing for Jessica or your family. Absolutely. I think there's so many of us that just heard that. It was like, Oh, I know that moment. Right. (laughs) Because some people have like a plan. Of, yeah. I am going to be done in six months. And right. I'll tell you, most of the time, for five and a half of those months, you're the most miserable you've ever yes. been in that. Like, yes. you know yes. that you should be yep. on the other side. Yep. Yep. And so, when it's time to make those decisions, sometimes mm-hmm. it's just you got to rip off that band aid. <laughs> like, when you've yeah. got the guts and the, and the gumption to just be like, yeah. no. This is, this is what I'm I need to done. do. This <laughs> smile. Like, and I can just imagine that car ride home of just like, 
Oh my goodness. You, I, and I felt so empowered. I was like, I just did that. Like, I just, did I just do that? Yeah, I did that. And it it was, I felt so relieved and, you know, I, I put my two weeks in and, you know, I kind of used my last like vacation time, you know, so I, it was, it was a crazy, crazy thing, (laughs) but I, like I said, I have no regrets. I, yeah. (laughs) And if you have that much passion, that's like fueling the decision then I'm sure like me, I mean, there's books. If there's a flat surface in the house, there's probably a book on it. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, because, you know, it's just, it's so, for me, it was never like, I, I loved university and I loved high school. Yeah. It just, I, the way that I consumed the education and the way that I learned was very, mm-hmm. very different. And yeah. it's not so much that like one might hate reading. It's just, if you're going to give me something I like just makes me miserable, then right. like, I don't want to, I didn't read Pride and Prejudice. I want to spark note it. But you give me real (laughs) estate investing 101, I'm going cover to cover on that thing probably four or five times. Yep. In a day. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So I could totally see you just making that decision and then, and then jumping right in. Yeah. So when you like started to do that research and, and I love this. So for the entrepreneurs and investors that are yeah. joining us right now, and they're looking for those kind of first resources, yeah. were there some books that just really stuck out more than the rest for you? What were some of the best resources you found? Um, Honestly, I first started with mindset books. That was a big mm. thing for me because mindset mindset shift, right? Yes. Um, and that honestly opened up a whole other world. And it was kind of when a light, you know, the light switch turned on, I was like, huh. Um, and so the mindset books were really great for me. Um, I'm trying to think of my favorite one right now. Um, John Maxwell was great. Um Gosh, Isn't it crazy? Like you're just unlocking a piece <laughs> of your brain that yeah. already existed. Right. Like, that's right. crazy. Yeah. And it's just, it's like overwhelming in a good way. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like I had, it was there. I just didn't really uncover it. Right. Um, and then another, you know, a com- couple other ones, a um, couple books by Sean Stevenson. So sleep well, eat well. Those books have been mind blowing and life changing. Um, so I, I, you know, I think if we start with our mindset first and then, cause I, you know, I know I can learn fast. I know I can network, you know, I, all this stuff. I'm like, let's change the mindset a little bit. Um, and then, I love bigger pockets. I'm sure everybody does. Right. Um, so a lot of Brandon Turner's books, um, David Green's books, um, you know, all, all those, I'm pretty sure that everyone has read They're They're just good nuggets to have. And I love them. <laughs> and every single one of us will find a different nugget in there because I'm sure the things that make me a successful speaker or entrepreneur or investor Mm -hmm. are going to be very different than things that make Jessica a successful speaker, entrepreneur, investor. And so there's going to be people that will even watch this episode. That's going to be like, (laughs) wow, Rye is not for me. But Jessica's amazing. And that's, <laughs> yeah. that's the whole point is to yeah. show people that in this world of real estate investing, mm-hmm. there's a million mentors. There's a yep. million blueprints yeah. to, yep. to get to that goal. But you need to find what really works for you. For you. What unlocks, yep. and unlocks your brain. Yeah. So what was like the most empowering mindset shift that was, and I want to kind of use an example that was like, it just, it slapped you in the face. You knew. <laughs> 
it. You know you knew it. Yeah. But it like when you read it, you're like, oh, that's a theory that exists. Yeah. Um, gosh. I'm trying to think, you know, I think focusing on like my morning routine really sets up my day. Right. And like, I I've tried morning routines, right? Like I'm going to wake up early and I'm going to work out and I'm going to read some good stuff, right. Get it in. And then, you know, I'm not consistent with it. So I, my, you know, it's kind of like my days like, uh, uh, and now that I've got my mindset, I think a little better, I've consistently stuck with a morning routine Mm. and it just totally changes your day. It's insane. And I've noted, and I I think I've stuck with this like over a month now, like this, literally the same exact routine. Yeah. And I, I feel more organized. Um, I feel like I'm ready to tackle the day, whatever may bring. Right. Um, I'm energized with, for my children. Right. Cause I have a eight month old and a five-year-old, so <laughs> I gotta be everywhere. Right. Um, so I think that was like the big one I knew about it, but I didn't really realize the impact that it had on my day. Like sure. when you're consistent with it. Right. No, that makes perfect sense. And I love that because I think for me, one of the most impactful mindset shifts, and it's crazy. I had a I had a real estate friend tell me the other day, just called me randomly and said, man, the matrix is broken. It's just one, because once your mind is kind of unlocked, it's just the momentum you see these yeah, things. And yeah. for me, it was, it was the self-talk. That was where I needed to change my discipline yeah. of, you know, it did not matter what had been accomplished or what we even accomplished that day. That I think we're so hypercritical of ourselves. Oh, absolutely. Whenever, like so often, you know, I'd look at myself in the mirror, I'd just be mad. You know, you're stupid. Yeah. Like you're dumb. Yeah. Like, that negative you, talk. Yeah. When like you just change in, in the morning specifically, you know, just you look in the mirror, you're brushing your teeth, just say, like, you know what you're doing. Like, you know, if everybody yeah. does it differently. Like some yeah. people, they might, you know, and there's the days where I need to be angry at myself. Yeah. Like, you know this. And other days, <laughs> like, I just like, it's almost belittling. It's like, you idiot. Like, you're fine. Yeah. You yeah. know it all. You'll yeah. figure it out. Right. You're okay. Right. <laughs> just that simple. You're okay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> no, that's it. Yeah. Just so just go, things. <laughs> now that you are, you're in the game, you are in a it. real estate investor. <laughs> what are the, your favorite types of deals? What types of deals are you evaluating right now? What's really getting you excited? Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm kind of dabbling in a little bit of everything just cause I enjoy it all. It's so fun. Um, I love doing flips. So single family flips, there's kind of smaller deals. Um, we have a flip out in Texas right now. Um, it's about two weeks from being done. So I'm very excited about it. Um, I have a great team out there. I'm in California. Um, so I have an awesome team out there. Uh, my contractors, they're great. They work fast. They do phenomenal work. Um, so I'm excited about that. I'll be done in two weeks. Um, I can't wait to see, you know, the after I'm actually going to fly out there to see the finished product. So it's gonna be exciting. Um, I think I'm always going to like flips just because I love seeing the transformation. It's crazy. You know, you can get some really ugly houses, you know, and then the after, you know, the aftermath of it, it's beautiful. So I love that transformation. Um, and I'm also looking at larger multifamilies, right? So doing a lot of analyzing in those um, kind of across the United States. Um, I love the larger multifamily realm. Um, it's a different ball game, but it creates a ton of opportunities. Um, you know, you could team up with 
awesome investors and you can build generational wealth and have awesome cash flow and just do do a lot of good stuff. So Absolutely. It I was uh I was just speaking to someone about about one of my first flips and it was just a duplex. It nickel and yeah. dimed it to yep. quote unquote perfection. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it was far from it. You know, it took five years. You know, add a room here, add a bathroom there. Yeah. And uh, you know, eventually we were able to to turn it and it had positive cash flow for yep. five years. And yeah. Six figure net at the end. Yep. That's but, great. It's a grind, you know. It is. So, how is. do you supervise? You know, especially now more than ever. You mm-hmm. know, how do you supervise remote contractors? You know, what does yeah. that conversation look like? How do you hold them accountable? So, tell me about that. Yeah. So, I I uh, chose Texas specifically because I have a very good friend out there who you know lives out there, and I said, hey. Yeah, I love the Texas market. Uh, would you be interested, you know, being my project manager, right? And she was, mm. yes, yes. Just tell me when and where. I'm like, perfect, right? Because I trust her. So it starts there. Um, and I I interviewed several different contractors. So just trying to, I'm a big energy person. I can kind of feel, you know, just you have to be the right fit, right? And I, I we interviewed a few of them. And I wouldn't say interview, but just talked, right? Just met with them and talked about, anything in the house. And, um, we felt really good with this specific contractor and, you know, he's been great. Like, so I, and I, I hear horror stories of, you know, contractors can make or break a deal. Um, so I mean, maybe divine intervention. I don't know. I don't know if I got lucky, but he's been great. Um, so I'm definitely keeping him, um, for future flips. Um, he, you know, I, first I thought maybe my project manager needed to go you know, twice a week or maybe three times a week, depending, but he, he literally calls me, he texts me pictures. He sends me videos awesome. like every other day. And I'm like, kind of don't need a project manager, you know, but, um, don't share yeah. his name on this show. <laughs> you can't have him. He's mine. No, no, no. He's great. He's great. If anyone's in Texas, let me know at all. You know, we'll message. That's, that's so funny. It's true though. It's true. If you have a good contractor, uh, they can be hard to come by. And it, yes. it's not, I, I think that what happens is the one bad deal always hurts way yeah. more than the five good ones. Yeah. And so there's probably way less bad contractors out there than, than we feel there right. are. Right. It's just, right. it does, it, it hurts, you know? And so yeah. I try to be empathetic, you know, especially to contractors with mm-hmm. like, you know, a, a bad review, you know, use like you had mentioned vibe, right? Yeah. How many yep. times have you had a contractor that maybe did a good enough job, but like, you didn't job. And yeah, so you're right. like, eh, I wouldn't hire him again, but yeah. he's probably fine. Right. He's probably great. Yeah. <laughs> For, you know, and it's just, but I think so much of what we do, right. When we're putting money on the line yes. and we're putting children's college funds on the line, absolutely. you know, partner, you know, marriage yeah. retirement funds on yep. the line. Yep. You know, I think that, uh, as, as any, any of us in real estate, the contractors need to have empathy for the risk that the investors are taking. Yeah. The investors need to have empathy that, you know, the contractors yeah. got a family at home, you know, that right. he's trying to put for food sure, on the table right? for We're too. all trying so, to make it out. Okay. Make it out alive. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> right. So, I love, I love that, that you give the example. Cause I think a lot of uh, members of our audience, and in members of our team, we're always looking for the best ways to effectively manage teams yeah. and effectively supervise. Yeah. Um, and not 
micromanage, but like right. you've got to watch your money. You've yeah. got to watch yep. your money and yep. you've got to watch your project. Pay attention. Um, and so I love that you were able to, you know, one, where do I have friends? You know, like I'm going to yep. look at these markets, yes. you yep. know, and I'm going to find an opportunity, but I, I, I need a boot on the ground. Yep. So Absolutely. you got someone there. Great. Mm-hmm. Then you find a contractor that's willing to have that level of transparency. Jessica, yep. Hey, we finished the floor. Hey, we finished this. What do you mm-hmm. think? Uh, yep. That's it's, that's incredible. It's so I'm so excited. <laughs> Cause I think there's so many first time investors that yeah. just by watching this one episode, right. They can, they can break down down and say, okay, of course, I know there's a lot of research I have to do, mm-hmm. but here's part of that blueprint. And here's yeah. part of Jessica's roadmap that's yeah. worked for, for her success. Totally. Maybe it can work for them. So yeah. I just, this has been so special. And Jessica, I, before we run out of time, how does our audience connect with you further? Yeah, for sure. Um, So I am on Facebook. So just Jessica Lemon. There's probably a billion Jessica Lemons out there, but uh, you'll recognize my face in my profile picture. Um, Also, I have my personal Instagram. So it's just Jessica Lemon 24. So J-E-S-S-I-C-A-L-E-M-O-N 24. I also have my business page on Instagram. It's J Lemon Investments. Um, Yeah. So that's where you can find me. My email's on there. We can chat. I like, I literally love talking about real estate. I think my husband's like sick of me talking about it with him. And so when people call me and they're like, Hey, can we talk about, I'm like, yes. Like how long do you have? (laughs) That's that's right. Well, and now we've got all of these new friends here on real estate syndication spotlight. And what we'll do is we'll add all of those links that Jessica just mentioned to our show notes. So if you head over to our website, you check that out. We'll make sure that all of those links are there for you so you can connect with Jessica directly. And I've already connected with Jessica on LinkedIn. So that's always a good channel to hop on. And of course, I'm always sitting there just waiting to talk. (laughs) Jessica, thank you so much. This has been such a a special moment this morning. It's awesome to hear your experience going from firefighter to real estate investor and obviously uh, mom of the year. So it's uh, it's been really great. And I can't wait for you to connect with uh, Annie and Julie, our founders here uh, at Good Egg Investments, because they're like you, just two amazing individuals that are mothers that are creating businesses for their families. And I think that's why we all have so much fun because the mission is higher than ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much, Rai. And, you know, thank you to Annie and Julie and Good Egg Investments. This has been phenomenal. Um, I wish we could sit on here and talk forever. I told you, I love talking about this. Um, So we'll have you back. We have to have you back. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I would love to love to. So thank you so much. Um, you know, this is a great start of my week. So I really appreciate it. Awesome. And well, thank you all so much as well. You were grateful for Jessica. We're also grateful for all of you joining us. And so we'll see you on the next episode of Real Estate Syndication Spotlight. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Syndication Spotlight. If you are a real estate investor or syndicator who would like to be on this podcast, please visit syndicationspotlight.com and please also join the Real Estate Syndication Spotlight Facebook group so we can connect with you and learn more about you. 
And if you got something out of this episode, we'd love it if you could subscribe to this show and give us a rating and review. We promise to read your feedback and take action to continue to make this show even better and more valuable for the real estate syndication community. My name is Annie Dickerson. And I'm Julie Lamb. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Real Estate Syndication Spotlight community. 